Cool. Ready to rock and ruin? Cheers. 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 Yeah. Episode 100. We made it. Yeah. We did it, girls. Dude. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us for the PebCAC Podcast, a weekly information security show featuring some all-around good people. It is week eight of 2023. I'm Chris Louie, and welcome to a very special 100th episode. As cliche as it sounds, I never imagined we would make it to episode 100 and without a single break. My admiration for the dedication of my co-host will come in a later segment. With me, I have Brian Deach, who has taken the crown as Mr. Inappropriate in our group chat. You know, look who's talking. It's like a dumpster criticizing another dumpster that they're trashy. Like, I don't know about that. I'm not taking that. I think that's that's all you, man. I think he's just saying that you're just stinkier <laughs> as a dumpster. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And we have Glenn Medina, fresh with a green screen in his background now. He upgraded. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to keep up with the Joneses, like the two of you. Uh, just trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, I think Brian told me I, I need to iron it and then steam it and then make it taut so that way there's no different shades of green even though you would think green screen it would be able to apply that but go figure anyways uh dudes congratulations number 100 what a momentous occasion now granted i've missed a couple maybe five but i need to go back and count but i don't think i missed that much but yeah happy to be here great to have you guys as my cohorts in this whole uh as our as my cohorts in, in in this endeavor here yes happy episode 95 to you glenn and your members only jacket in the background <laughs> which came from z scaler by the way come on Ooh, <laughs> z scaler green there's a new thing <laughs> you guys remember that jacket do you remember why we got that jacket no it's president's club for that year that we went to costa rica and those jackets don't fit me what are you talking about some homeless student. <laughs> well, yours is. Those are a little snug. Yours, I think. Yeah. I think you cut the sleeves off by now, right? And it's just a midriff jacket <laughs> to you. A vest. <laughs> There's some homeless student in, in Phoenix Tent City rocking that thing right now. He's like, "It's the cloud, man. You wouldn't understand. Give me some more meth." I'm part of the president's club. <laughs> no, Todd. This week, in true Sasquatch fashion, he'll come around someday. Combined, we have will never decades of information security experience and are here not just to educate, but to entertain. And oh boy, will we entertain you this episode. We do not have four fantastic stories this week. It's going to be a pretty free-flowing episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Just a reminder, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Podcast. This episode will be a video episode. We have a segment here that only makes sense if you can actually see us. So be sure to check out our YouTube channel. I will get the video uploaded there. You will not be disappointed. Exciting times, Chris. Should we have a drum roll when we get ready to start this thing? Do you guys have that? Drum roll. Kind of your button. Oh, uh, I can answer the sound news for you. We, post. we started doing this okay. uh, like three minutes and 35 seconds ago. We talk about drum roll. All right. <laughs> Glenn's mad at me. Whatever. <laughs> You're not my real dad. Or my real mom. I'm not going to assume your gender. Sorry. All right, Mr. Dumpster. Come on now. Let's go. <laughs> this week, we're going to change things up for our special 100th episode. May I say, it has been an honor doing the show with you degenerates for almost two years now. When I think back about the origins of our podcast in the dead middle of the global pandemic, when Brian asked me, why are our competitors, why do they have a podcast and not us? When I finally decided to write my last blog and take a chance on something new, I'm extremely grateful and proud of what we built. We're not the most popular podcast out there, but we are one of the most consistent I imagine less than one-tenth of one percent of podcasts actually make it to episode 100, especially without a single break. 
We have surpassed our competitors for the number of episodes and built up a very loyal following along the way. Along the way, we've also had on some amazing guests, and we hope to have more on as we enter year three of the podcast. Is that your like heartfelt admiration to me and Glenn? Because it didn't feel very heartfelt. That will come in about 30 seconds. Oh, oh, <laughs> premature. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Read the notes. Whoopsie. Read the notes, Brian. Whoopsie. Read the notes. <laughs> For our listeners, this is a drinking episode, and we are recording pretty late at night. We all have our adult beverage here. I am currently drinking a Cuba Libre in my Pebcac branded thermos. I'm showing the host here. You can hear it clinking around. What is a Cuba Libre? What are you talking about, Chris? This is like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Glenn's you I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> A Cuba Just Libre kidding. <laughs> is typically served in a highball glass. It's rum, Coke, and lime juice. Ooh, is it an actual <laughs> it's a pretty Coke? tall glass? <clears throat> or is yeah. it Diet Coke? Diet Coke. So it's a Diet Coop. Cuba Libre. Thanks for calling me out, bro. That's right. Uh, you know, Todd well, says on. about Diet Coke versus regular Coke, right? Never mind. We'll leave that for another episode. <laughs> you, well, you said it. We had to bleep for... it out. <laughs> <laughs> But, but wait, Chris, for it to qualify as a Cooper Libby, it's not only just Diet Coke and rum, but there's also one more ingredient. Did you add it? Is it I love? said lime juice. There you go. Lime juice. I said it. Oh, you just weren't correct. paying attention as Did usual. You? I guess not. Yeah, as usual. I You're thought right. it was rainbows and unicorns. Can't believe it. Rainbows. But wait, wait, wait. Lime juice. It should be a lime. A I full was fresh lime. Out of them. <laughs> yeah, or fresh out of them. Gotcha. What do you guys have? Where do you get lime juice from? Oh, I have my normal, my uh, typical COVID fighter, which is going to be Tito's on the rocks with a squeeze of lemon or lime. With your In-N-Out sticker on your mug, yes. And my ACDC on the other side, or actually ADC. I can't find another sticker to replace it, so. You're good. And I, too, am drinking Tito's. But my Tito's really? is actually a Moscow Mule. Not to be confused with the Moscow Mule, which I thought that was this drink was for like six months. But whatever. Moscow Mule? I, oh, like okay. I misheard someone from uh, a bank say it. I thought they said a Moscow Mule. And so for the next six months, I'm like, this drink is pretty dope. I like it. And then I went to go order the copper mugs on Amazon I was like, holy S word. It's actually Moscow mule. I've been ordering it like an idiot. How have you not Is heard this like story? Is it like the Russian city of Moscow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, wait, Russian, out, I got to give you props, you know, though. We, we have to call yeah. it uh, uh, Kiev mule now. We can't call it Moscow mule now. Kiev. Oh. Well, you don't call right. it white Russian. We did call it, it white did. Ukrainian. Are you starting now with the dad jokes? Chris, he is. He is. <laughs> he is. Him and but his... I've got to give I got to give Brian D, uh, props because he's got a proper Moscow Mule because it is a real copper cup mm-hmm. and not one that is silver lined. Yeah. Or a metallic lined. Yeah. F like that. that noise, man. We're not terrorists. <laughs> Good job, Brian. This is a Ukraine yes, mule, right. buddy. <laughs> If I may, I wrote some opening words about my fellow co-hosts that I would like to read. If you make me cry, I swear to God. You had me at co-host. <laughs> I took this concept on the All In podcast when they did their 100th episode. The moderator, which me, myself, best moderator in the world. The moderator for that that mm. show did a reading in a true poem style about the other co-hosts on the show. So I've written a a little bit for each of you. Brian. Brian Deitch, the man with many names, who started with nothing but skyrocketed to fame. Duke Silver, Uncle Barbecue, and the Hot Dad. Havoc the Mouthpiece, the nicknames aren't bad. He benches his weight. He yells out in terror. If he has time to read the show notes, he actually comes prepared. Straight out of Globe, Arizona, that's known for mining and meth, he was determined to make it out and not end up like Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs>
Brian's well-traveled. He's traveled the world. He's also the desire of 13-year-old girls. Whoa, his 13-year-old boys. (laughs) Hot dad, hot dad. (laughs) Surprisingly the host with the highest rider rating on Uber, even though he's always calling other people a bunch of losers. He's awkward with the shirtless man hugs. He has a reputation to keep. He thinks he's a thug. You can find him driving around in his lifted pickup truck. He's definitely not compensating for anything, but if it quacks like a duck. (laughs) Coming in clutch with that light board, he considers himself the self-proclaimed cloud lord. Do you know the difference between Brian and God flying? God doesn't actually think that he's Brian. And that one didn't rhyme. I don't know what I, what happened there. Brian anyway. flying. I can see that. Yeah, all right. All right, that's you, Brian. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up is Glenn. <clears throat> Glenn Medina is known for his pool. He'll invite you over to join. He's actually pretty cool. With audio issues galore, running a show with him is never a bore. He's the host with the most travel episodes. He constantly shows up and he never folds. The Filipino fighter with a drink in his hands. He's a high-functioning alcoholic, but his jokes always land. Armed with a behemoth 16-inch MacBook Pro, he doesn't need a gym when he travels. He just curls that load. Always dreaming of having a chicken farm to become the king of cocks. His neighbors will hate him, but he'll have free eggs by the box. iWatch and Tesla are just a few of his blunders. Why we keep him around on the show, we often wonder. He'll always come in clutch and take care of his team. He'll hurt someone he cares about is the only time he's mean. Once his audio's set up, he's in a state of zen. It's always Glenn. It's always Glenn. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful, Chris. Thank you. I love it. And then I wrote one for myself. This one was a little bit hard because it's always hard to write about yourself, but I I gave it a shot. All right. Chris Louie, what can I say? The world's best moderator. There is no other play. Started from the bottom. Now we hear. 100 plus episode podcast that is quite rare. Domino's Polo's Amazon delivery driver, Bitcoin Bling, a sales rep for Pfizer. I always have a costume ready for what fits best NASA astronaut, Roof Korean, an inflatable T Rex, Tito's and Red Bull, my drink of choice. I'm ready to party, then flip to a sales pitch with an authoritative voice. The world's best podcast editor. There is no alternative. Yet Brian still calls me out. He's got some nerve. Dad joke of the day. That's that's the tradition I started. Brian makes sure it's recorded that he farted. You'll have to edit that out. (laughs) Is often said on the pod. Actually, that comes mostly from the cloud god. Wait a minute. I didn't hear anything about you inside there. It was like, it was like a redirect to us. Much. Did you hear that, Brian? I did. It's kind of like a friendly slap of back against us again. <laughs> very, very adorable. I liked it. I have, a, I have a little poem for you as well. Roses are gray. Violets are a different shade of gray. Let's go chase cars. I'm a dog. Bo Burnham wrote that. It was beautiful. It made me laugh. <laughs> Well, I don't have a poem, but I love you guys both. Just want you guys want you guys to know that. Just yeah. and, and thank Glenn you. Just hit his mic, which is the cardinal sin of podcast recording. All right, we'll just have to edit that piece <laughs> out then. Oh God! <laughs> Everyone misses the second part of that. Cloud God, Cloud Monger, but no one ever calls me the Cloud Monger. So whatever. No, everyone stops at Cloud God. I've never heard you call yourself Cloud Monger. I never call myself Cloud God either. I just put it on my LinkedIn profile. So it must be true. <laughs> well, everyone was like chanting it when you did your presentation today. So somebody knows about it. Yeah, rumor spread. All right. 
even though I publish it in the show notes every week, I still get questions on why we named the podcast the PEBCAC Podcast. Well, PEBCAC is an acronym that stands for The Problem Exists Between the Chair and Keyboard. It's a cheeky way of saying it's user error. <laughs> In the spirit of the namesake of our podcast, let's open up with literal PEBCAC stories. At well, Hold on. I wanted the ID10T podcast, but you guys said no. Yeah. That's true. And... If we get to this topic, one of the topics was what advice would you give people that when if they were to start out their podcast? And my the reason that we named it that was I wanted it to be an alliteration. I wanted it to be you know PP Pebcac podcast ID ten T podcast just doesn't flow off the tongue like Pebcac podcast does. So that's why I went that route. Sure. Okay. I love telling people about the podcast. They're like, what's the name? Oh, it's Pebcac. And they just kind of like stare at me like they just found out they were adopted. Like, huh? <laughs> it's Pebcac. You know what I'm talking about? Jesus. Damn you, Chris. Yeah. Dang you, Chris. What's going on? Yeah, well, have fun explaining ID10T podcast to people. They either get it or they don't, right? So, sure. Just like Pebcac. Like, there's 10 types of people in this world. People that understand binary and people that don't. Yeah. It's true, but I, I think I think we had a thing as well where we tried to do with a P B K A C first, but that was taken as well, though, right? You are correct. Yeah. That's why we do chair and keyboard instead of a keyboard and chair, but it still works out that way, and we won't get sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> How about we just change the name to Two Asians, One Cloud God? <laughs> <laughs> Again, doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well as the Pebcak podcast. <laughs> I think it'd be a little bit more well-received. All right. We can do an A-B experiment then, Brian. There you go. We'll change the name one day and see if anyone catches on. April Fool's prank. Let's go. Oh. There you go. Well, at one point or another, we all have done sysadmin or help desk type work. So I wanted to open up with some literal PEBCAC stories, any kind of user error issues that you've encountered and i'll go first since i brought up this topic the first story was i was a sysadmin at a i'll call it a professional services firm and one of the professionals at said professional services firm wanted a wireless keyboard because uh, i don't know for some reason the key the, the wire was hitting his knee or something and you just wanted a wireless keyboard so I'm like all right fine i'll order you a wireless keyboard so i came i set it up i plugged in the wireless dongle i synced the keyboard and everything was fine and then sure enough a couple of days later the said professional comes to me and says well my, my keyboard stopped working like it worked for a couple of days and it's not working anymore can you come and take a look at it and i go there i bring extra batteries with me because i'm like well maybe i got some dud batteries from the factory or something and i start typing on the keyboard sure enough it doesn't work and i do all the normal troubleshooting stuff. And then I start to look at the, the PC tower and I said, well, where'd the dongle go? That's wireless keyboard needs a dongle to communicate with the tower. And it's like, oh, I thought that was a USB drive. I unplugged it because I thought someone plugged in a random USB drive in my computer. So I was like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, got, you got to have the keyboard dongle plugged in or it, it ain't going to work, buddy. So then, Hey, great OPSEC right there. I like that guy. <laughs> <Hire him. laughs> but but no, association, no association to the fact that when he removes said USB drive, his keyboard stopped working. So bad from a <laughs> troubleshooting standpoint. He gets an exactly. F. Sorry. Like, literally, what is the first question in the troubleshooting process? Did you change anything? Yes, I unplugged this dongle. So then... Plugged in the dongle, keyboard worked beautifully. I told him not to take it out, and he would be fine, and he was fine after that. Total failure. Yeah. Uh, another story, which uh, I was still at this professional services firm, and I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I would consider myself a pretty good sysadmin. I was pretty user-friendly. I would explain things to people in ways that they would understand, and one of the people at this services firm left and she went to another uh, firm and which was fine. And then I just randomly, I get a call on my cell phone one day from this, this person. And, and she calls me and, and she goes, Chris, Hey, 
I, I'm at my new company now, and for some reason, my Outlook email is not syncing. Do you? Bro, she wanted the D. <laughs> wow. She didn't want the email. She wanted that D. <laughs> I, said, I said, look, you know, employee name. Like, I, I, I don't work with you anymore. I can't look at your email. That wouldn't be, number one, it wouldn't be professional. And number two, it's you, you deal with highly confidential information. I, I can't look at your email. And she's like, well, yeah, but but my IT guy sucks. Can you can you can you take a look at this and mm-hmm. help me out here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. oh, I had to politely Chris. decline. How I met your list. mother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is her name Grace? No. <laughs> that, was, that was not the story of how I met the mother of my my kids. But I thought that was that was pretty funny that my my services were so in demand, or her IT local IT help desk person was not proficient enough to help her out with that one that she had to come back to to me to help out but i i had to decline you know we we have code of ethics and like and the like so i wouldn't wouldn't have been right to be able to help her out so tell us chris what was the real story did you go visit her no (laughs) (laughs) for sure we could tell us grace isn't listening so grace doesn't listen we're professionals we have standards Uh, and then the last one I would say is, uh, funny enough, these are all at the same company. So I I helped another, and I don't want to give too much away, but in this line of professional services, the, quote, professionals are very good at doing other jobs, not so good at doing computer stuff. And every time I would go over and try to help someone, and they would, op- like, they have to open a PDF. Like, they do a lot of work in, in PDFs. And they would go. They would open up Microsoft Office, go to the open button, and then find the PDF through Microsoft Word. And it's it's like you you try to do everything in Word. Like you try to open this in Word, you try to do that in Word. And I, I'm like, you know, you can go to this thing called Start Menu, and then go to My Computer, and you can actually find the file that way. You don't have to go to Microsoft Word every time you want to open up a PDF. And not that it would even open in Word. They just right click it and say Open in Acrobat. <laughs> so it's it's like yeah, there's this thing called Windows Explorer. It works. Go there. Don't open Word and chew up a bunch of RAM. I'm pretty sure Microsoft Word can open up a, power, uh, a PDF nowadays, though. Just it probably can say. now. At the time, it, I don't yeah. think it was supported. Yeah. What is that like? Word ninety five. I think I'm dating. I think, uh, it was, I think Chris it was, is still in daycare at nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Word three point one. I think it was oh three. Yeah. I think it was Word oh three. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Boy, has it come a long way. It's even online. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I, I have some for you, and it's literally in like the last ten years. Even as like a professional cloud god, it has been supporting my children through high school. They drive me freaking nuts, man. They'll they'll be sitting there on their computer doing homework. And they're like, you know, what's the uh, Second Amendment, Dad? I'm like, can't you Google it? Like, what? Why are you asking me? Like, just do something. They're like, ah, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, wait a second. You have like a Chromebook. Can't you actually just talk to it and say, like, go to Google and talk. What is the Thirteenth or Second Amendment? Like, you can actually do that. Another one that would just like piss me off. Is that they're they're sitting there and they're they're trying to do something right in some type of textbook literature, they're like oh I have to do vocabulary blah 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 I'm like can't you just control F like how lazy are you that you just want to get this information like just presented to you just like do something like if I would be am rocket scientist at this point in my life had I had the internet. I'd be unstoppable and then give me ChatGPT ChatGPT is over, over the chat I was just about to say. Yeah. I would Dude, if I world. just had control F, I, I would I'd be all over it. <laughs> you remember the days of skimming through and looking for stuff? Oh yeah. yeah. Remember the days of cliff notes? <laughs> yes, I do remember that. We're trying to watch this story and pawn it off like read the book. They're like, eh, not yeah. really, Brian. So Yeah. What about you, Glenn? Do you have any funny uh pebcac stories? I've got a couple. I've got a couple. So this is back in the day when uh video cards came out. Um, NVIDIA, I think, was the driver. And uh, a couple guys in the refinery uh, where I was working at was, you know, a refinery here in California. And uh, they were calling the help desk and they were saying that their screens were either canted sideways or upside down. And uh, and the, one of my, <laughs> the manager of the group, 
he kept going down. He goes, oh, my God, I don't know what's going on, but I think there's a virus inside of the refinery virus. because I'm going to people's help desks. I'm going to I'm getting these help desk calls and I'm going to these computers and like the screen is tilted sideways. And in some situations, people are just turning their screen sideways or upside down. Literally, you know, the old tube TVs, the old the tube CRTs, monitors, yeah, because because they couldn't figure out how to fix it. And he says, the, the only way I could fix it was to rebuild the computer. So Ghost, you guys remember Ghost? Norton Ghost, It would actually... Yeah, re- yeah. yeah so he'd pop in a, a disk, disk in, yeah. or USB and restart rebooting, and then it would it would re- re-image the machine back to baseline. It'd be fixed. Well, he'd get called back later on, and you know it'd be flipped again. So he was thinking, what the heck's going on? Well, the, ma- the director at that time called me and says, hey, Glenn... You got to figure this thing out because Mike's going crazy. Like he's re-imaged like 10 machines already and he's just like livid. He doesn't know what to do. I say, okay, fine. I go down, I go check it out and I'm like, there's just something wrong. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is unusual. I go in a sys tray. I look and there's a new NVIDIA driver inside there and I click and it says rotate <laughs> 90, 180, 270. Click, rotate. Took me all of like about 10 minutes just to figure this thing out. And the whole time, like I had a, I had a crew of people watching over me, like the 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 uh, the employees, and they were like, I was like, which one of you guys is, is screwing around, <laughs> flipping this damn screen? Like, <laughs> they all looked at each other and smiled, right? I said, because you guys got Mike, like thinking that there's a virus on the refinery on the in the, in the, in the company. <laughs> So I go, I go um, back then, you know, multiple buildings. I go back to the office. I tell the director and I'm like, hey, check this out. I'm going to go flip my screen. <laughs> so I go in and I, I flip my screen. <laughs> and he comes in, he comes in and you can hear him yelling going, holy crap, my computer's infected. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. Like I said, I, I, I got a big. I got a big goofy laugh out of that, and that to this day I still remember that story. Yeah, IT pranks are hilarious. Like I remember on the old school Macs, you could invert the color so white would become black and black would become white and everything yeah. in between. I think it was like Control Command Option Eight, I think, and you could do that to any uh-huh. Mac computer, and people would like freak out because all the colors were inverted. That's the precursor to dark mode, right there. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, and the second one, I, I got, I got to give it to my family. Um, my kids, just like you, Brian, like uh, they'll call me because, you know, I'm doing computers for quite some time now and they'll call me and they'll ask me, hey, dad, there's something wrong with my computer. And the first thing out of my mouth is, did you reboot? Yeah. Have you turned it off and on again? And this is, yeah. And this is, you know, Windows machine, more prevalent in Windows than it is on Mac because I don't think they've ever rebooted their Mac since they've got them. Right. And uh, I would tell them reboot and the next thing you know, it fixed. And then they'd ask me dumb questions about, hey, how do I how do I rotate a screen so that way I can see it? And I go, did you Google this? Like, just Google it. Just find out how you can fix it. And they started Googling and they can fix it now. Well, lo and behold, my wife, very proud of her, right? And my kids, very proud of them, start listening. So when they're at work down, there's a problem. They tell the person next to them. Did you try rebooting the machine? <laughs> so, <laughs> nine times out of ten, it actually solves the problem. Nice. You're a force multiplier, yeah. Glenn. Yeah, I'm a force multiplier. And so now when they call the help desk, their first things out of her mouth is, yes, I have rebooted the machine. Come down and fix this thing, right? And then the second piece of that is like, hey, just Google the symptoms of what you have, and I guarantee you, there's a fix out there someplace. Like Glenn, you're giving away our trade secrets. All the help desk people out there, they're not going to have a job <laughs> if you tell them how to Google, people how to Google things. Well, it allowed me more time to do other things that I'd like to do, like surf yeah, the internet for, for sales. Yeah. So, yes, they still need me. <laughs> and Brian oh, you're on, mute. on mute. Are you on mute? I'll mute. I must have on mute. I was clearing my throat. It reminds me of the... Let me let me Google that for you website. Yeah, and people ask you like this. Yeah, is obvious, Bill, obvious Bill was a big fan of that back in the day, early days, Zscaler days. And if anyone asked a dumb question in GChat, he would always do that to them. 
That's the greatest thing, isn't it? I love that. I still use that to this day. So, so I have a, a story a little bit around Pepcac. And uh, it kind of like it's a longer story, but I'll, I'll kind of cut to the chase and leave out some of the stuff. So back in the day, me and my little brother would like just kind of pull pranks on each other as much as we could. And it started with like I, I wrote a program called BillGates.exe. And when you opened it, it opened the calculator app 50,000 times. It would just crash the computer. Right. So we're just constantly kind of screwing with each other and going on and on. And then eventually one day he's like. It's like, I don't, I don't need to worry about that. I have a gateway rollback. So like anytime you, you screw with me, uh, when the computer's rebooting, I just hit the space bar and it takes me to the last, you know, uh, you know, known boot configuration. And then anyways, we fast forward maybe eight years <clears throat> and it's progressively gotten very, very bad per se. And so uh, my, my, my brother's in deployment. He's in Afghanistan and I'm trying to figure out a way to just to, just to get him. Now, the level of effort that I'm about to describe here to you was incredible. But I knew that he was a subscriber to Penthouse Magazine. <laughs> and I thought it'd be kind of cool to write a story because I know he'd read it <laughs> at some point. And the, the punchline to this would be like, yeah, my brother's going to think of my face when he's holding his penis. And eventually, like after I think twelve submitted stories, one of them actually got published. And so he's on deployment. He reads it, and I'm like, "Gotcha, bitch!" You have to edit that part out. But that was that was one of them. So wow, that's a long yeah. game. Anyways, there you go. Good. Wow, story. that's a long game. <laughs> yeah. And it's that's still dedication. going on to this day. Yeah. We're always messing with each other. So did you buy the twelve? monthly issues in order to get to your issue to read and find out yeah absolutely made it went down to connie's <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a like a little liquor store uh down by the house and you know flipped through there to see if like the user submitted story got in or not nice that you love the fact that all those magazines are all like the top or bottom row someplace and they're covered with like newspaper so that way you can't see or paper yeah. bags so you can't see the cover the long con. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Think of the children, Glenn. I got to pause real quick because I'm I'm empty. I need a refill. What about you guys? Can we take a pee break? Oh, no. I could use a, a refill as well. Are we hitting pause right now? Yeah, I don't hit pause. We'll make Chris edit it. Yep. We'll pause here. I need to figure out why my screen keeps getting smaller. My picture keeps getting smaller and smaller in Zoom. <laughs> you look fine to me. No, check this out. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You just got to like, delete and re-upload it's, it's, it or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like I started out, it was, I, I just realized when you had put yourself on stop video. Yeah. Yours was the whole screen, yeah. but mine keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, I don't know. But why? Delete and re-put it in, re-upload it. What causes that phenomenon, Mr. Elastic? You know, Google it. I will. I thought you were going to say that your screen was rotated 90 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who, all right, who's messing with it? <laughs> Cheers, gent, to the halftime show. Yeah, baby. Cheers. I'm sleeping Love good you tonight. Guys, man. My wife's going to think I had a party here tonight. <laughs> just a bunch of just empty ginger beer cans all over the house. <clears throat> All right. Well, as is tradition for major milestone episodes, we have our smelling salts here, care of Brian. I think it now is probably a good time to take a hit of that. All righty. Yeah, on three. And I remind everyone that this is not my favorite part about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I did this, I think I was in a car. You were in, you in, in a very Southern California. space. It was so bad. All right, since we're at the halftime, we'll take a hit and we'll be powered through to get to the second half of the show. The power hour. All right. Power hour. Jesus, I can smell it. It's. <laughs> I think mine is dry. It's like 12 inches from my face, guys. My protective seal is stuck. So I Easily 12 inches away from my face. <laughs> Chris, that, if that's Chris, look at me, God 12 inches, sure. It's 12 inches from my face. I have to pluck my nose hairs because it's getting singed off. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I got to uh, I gotta cover this. <laughs> All right. It's uh, ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. Three, two, one. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh. We do this every every time, and I hate it every time. (laughs) I hate it every time. (laughs) Why? Why do we do this? Tell me why we do this again. (laughs) Why do my eyes hurt? And that was dry. So So apparently my right side of my nose was was congested, but now... Now you're all clear. (sighs) Yeah. Mm. That was a great idea, Chris. Thank you for that. My pleasure. You always oh, sound like a damn Chick Fil A worker. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure, Brian. <laughs> All right. Well, one of the fundamental foundations of our podcast is the dad joke. We have a we've had a hundred episodes. We've had at least a hundred dad jokes on the every, one at least one every episode. So. I thought it would be a good opportunity to do a try not to laugh challenge. So I think now that we've had some adult beverages and we have the ability to tell each other jokes. Hello, listeners. This is where we were supposed to do the dad joke, try not to laugh challenge. But after we finished recording, the episode was way too long. So I'm going to segment out this section and it will be released as a bonus episode later this week. So stay tuned for the Dad Joke Try Not to Laugh Challenge. Download the bonus episode later this week. Thanks, and on to the show. All right. I'm going to sleep tonight. So I thought it'd be good. Uh, One of the timely topics we could do is the Super Bowl commercials. As I was watching the Super Bowl, I was taking some notes. I'd like to get your guys' opinion on it. I wrote the best and the worst. So let's start Ooh. off with... Is this like a David best. Letterman top 10? Maybe, yeah. Sure, why not? The best episode, the best commercials of the Super Bowl, the Uber One commercial, it was actually really cool to see the throwback artists, seeing Yelvis singing What Does the Fox Say? I thought it was nice bringing them back after some years of ob- obscurity. The Kevin Hart commercial, again, I don't know what he was pushing, but they had like The Undertaker, they had Tony Hawk in there. I think it might have been a Drafts King episode or a commercial. That was pretty cool. They brought back some nostalgic celebrities for that one. I think Brian would also appreciate this one. The Downey McBride. Did you remember? Did you see that one, Brian? So I love Danny McBride, but Danny McBride without the inappropriateness and the F-bombs just didn't work for me. All right. I thought it was a nice play, Downey McBride for Danny McBride. And I saw in the group chat you appreciated the Breaking Bad episode with Tuco. Tight, 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 tight. Yeah, heck yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. That guy's amazing. Yeah, Jesse Pinkman, Walter White, and Tuco. Uh, like, Tuco is unmistakable. Like, if you've ever seen Breaking Bad, like, Tuco is just unmistakable. Like, you immediately knew who he was and how crazy he was with his mannerisms. That one was, was good. Mm. You know, we just finished the Better Call Saul, and my son loved that series so much that he literally started grooming himself to look like Lalo. So he had like, he shaved his head, had the hair going straight back. He grew his son. Yeah. Like long hair, son shaved his head. Yeah. Yeah. He looked exactly like Lalo grew the mustache, the, wow. the little wow. chin thing. Wow. Yeah. Little soul patch. Little soul patch. Thank you. Yeah. He was rocking it. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. And he was walking around. What was the, uh, the guy's name from Germany? Um. <clears throat> oh God. Anyway, you gotta our... be a little more specific. Yeah. Yeah. It was one. The, the guy was running the uh, the show that was digging the hole underground. Somebody right now that's listening to podcasts, we're like, it's that guy, David Hasselhoff. No, no, no. no. <laughs> He's not a German. He's just very popular. No, in but Germany. he lives. He, yeah, he lives in Germany now too, doesn't he? Right. So something like that. Let's see the the workday commercial with rockstar i definitely can sympathize werner ziegler he was walking he would just walk around the house and say werner ziegler all the time be doing the dishes werner ziegler sorry right yeah the workday episode of everybody calling them a rock star having literal rock stars there saying i take issue with you using this term I, i definitely can appreciate the overuse of corporate speak i didn't see it the T-Mobile commercial with John Travolta doing his breast Brian Deach impression with the shaved head and the awesome beard. And he had the, the guys from Scrubs on there. That was pretty cool. 
How was John Travolta the guy in the best shape out of the three of them? It's true. <laughs> like, wait a second. Why is he the skinny guy? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like wiping before pooping. Yeah. Uh, the Rosa Mr. Peanut, they killed him off in the 2020 Super Bowl. And I, Brian, I, I know, I, or actually, to both of you, I sent it in the group chat. There is a full link to the Rosa Mr. Peanut. He, that one was actually well done mm-hmm. with Jeffrey Ross and some of the people that we commonly see on the Comedy Central roasts. Hey, fun fact, I called both Chris and Todd trying to figure out what the hell a specific word is. And the word is dais. And I kept on saying, I was calling it a dais. I was like, how do you spell this? I'm asking Google and nobody can actually find it. And so what was it? it, It's called dais. D-A-I-S. No, I'm sorry. D-I-A-S. And it stands for like a, uh, like a, you know, bigging up on a stage group of people uh, type of thing. But I was looking for it for everywhere. I just could not figure out where the heck it was. Like Diaz? Like Dos Diaz? Like days in Spanish? <clears throat> Diaz? D-I-A-S? It's D-A-I-S. So a low platform for D-A-A-S. a lectern, seat of honor, or a throne. And I was trying to figure out that uh, word. And I just couldn't. And when he sent out the Mr. Peanut thing, I watched the, the captions and the chick said, it's the first time there was more women on a roast dais. But she's, <laughs> YouTube had transcribed it to roast, or no, I'm sorry, rose. And then I forget what the other word was. I sent it in the group chat. But eventually I figured it out after way yeah, too yeah. long to write a one word e- or a one sentence email. I figured it out. Yeah. So, and then what was your last one, Chris? Uh, cocaine bear. There's a literal movie about yep. a bear that got into a stash of cocaine, got really high, and this is the premise for a movie. I'm all oh, for I'm original thoughts. Let's go. Yeah. I bet cocaine you it's going to be good. Like, forget that. the reboots. Forget the endless sequels. I want to see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I guess I will watch it now. Yeah. So uh, the only one that really stuck out, I mean, those are good, but the one that stuck out the most with me was Bradley Cooper and his mom messing up the T-Mobile commercial. That one was, yeah, that one was, yeah. I think I liked the John Travolta one. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley Cooper one was cool too. Yeah. Outside of the two, or go ahead. I like the Chevy EV one with Will Ferrell. I just like Will Ferrell though. Yeah. The the Netflix crossover one. Yeah. Yeah. When when they started showing Chevys, I was like, "Eh, <laughs> it doesn't you're a Ford okay. guy, baby. I get it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tubi did a great job. Like they they kind of got me. Like when it, it like it popped up and was changing and is in play, uh, Mister Mrs. Smith. I was like, "All right, I don't ever use the smart TV functions on my smart TV." So I sat there for a second watching. I was like, is "Someone really controlling this, or is this a commercial?" So. Tubi well, is it Tubi? Yeah. Tubi? Yeah, Tubi. Tubi. Yeah, there there are some memes yeah. about that about how some people watching the Super Bowl were like cursing out other people in the room, like their kids or their mother in law, like cursing them out for changing the channel, even though that it was that was literally the commercial. So that that one definitely generated a lot of buzz. So guys, I have the greatest prank ever, and I didn't even do it. So this is, I think, when I first met my wife, she was a little bit of a wild card, and we were back in our hometown watching one of the Super Bowls. I almost want to say it was the one where the Cardinals played the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you can imagine a little mining in meth town, right? It is all gunned up. Yeah, We're at someone's house and it's at the very end of it. And if you guys know anything about this, I think it was either a Hail Mary or a last minute field goal kick won the game. My wife unplugs the TV but it wasn't just like regular old cable TV. It was satellite. So when she unplugged the TV, it literally took like seven minutes for it <laughs> to, to come back on signal. to reestablish the connection. I was like, you're a freaking jerk, man. Like that was that was class act. Genius mode there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was proud Wild of card. There's there's stories to this day that they're still talking about your wife yeah, in sure. some circles. I know. There's like, yeah, don't let the women by the TV, guys. Yeah. Freaking yeah. Corey, she yeah. get over there and do some you weird. Know, you know the one commercial I I didn't get, and and even my wife and kids were like, "What is that about?" Was the the Blue Moon? It was like, was it a partnership with Coors and Michelob Light, or not Michelob Light, or Miller Light? At the end, it was a Blue Moon commercial. I was like, 
Yeah. What's going that on was here? interesting. So that that's a play on the fact that Bud Light for the last 10 years, 10 plus years, they had an exclusive for the Super Bowl for alcohol commercials. This is the first year that you that you saw other alcohol companies have al- uh, commercials mm-hmm. during the Super Bowl. So I think they were playing on that. Mm. But it wasn't even part of it, right? So I, I guess my question is like, who paid for that? Was that Coors? Was that yeah, Miller? was it a collab or was, or was it, it truly blue? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Party yeah. foul. It's Kurs, not Coors. I don't know what you're talking Kurs. about. Kurs. Kurs Light. Kurs. The original Kurs silver roll it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, I do like Coors. I'll drink a Coors Light. Do you guys drink Coors Light? You guys big fans now? If I want water with a hint of alcohol, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> If I was in high school again, I, I I talk crap. I didn't drink in high school. I always waited until I was like almost yeah. twenty two before I had my first drink. True. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it's kind of like a religion in in, in Colorado. Like I'll, I'll, they call them yellow bellies. Yep. So it's uh yeah. So I thought it was okay, but like I said, I'll drink it. You know, I w- I wasn't gonna drink it there just to give them the satisfaction that I didn't drink it. Like I had a Miller Lite <laughs> while I was over there, <laughs> right? But uh, it, it's fun to drink. It's fun to piss people off, people off when they're trying to trying to show their 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 uh their 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 thing for uh for miller for coors light over there yeah i kind of feel like so this is like a, a whole detriment to everyone i grew up with like like when it came to drinking you don't drink like oh i'm gonna have two or three beers maybe five get a little wild no it's like we drink all the beers and i think part of the problem is it's like it was common it's like yeah man i had a 30 pack last night what'd you drink Coors Light, huh? Okay, that makes sense, right? Or Bud Light. That was always the thing. But I'll yeah. never forget when Four Locos came out, right? Ooh, because that four, the original, the original Four Locos, the original one, yeah. sent people to the emergency room, right? Like that was wild because it wow. was. I forget it was a, it was pretty much like a tall boy, but the equivalency of having like twelve percent alcohol and then a metric ton of caffeine, right? Like I'm like Plus energy, yeah, yeah. Oh man, those were the good old days. But yeah. I, I, and I don't know if this is something unique to this small towns, but everywhere, like, how would I say this? Like, I would go hang out with people I grew up with, and it was always about we drink all of the beer, like this kegs upon kegs and whatever you want. And then I, I grew up and I go out and hang out with people, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to do drinking tonight. So in my head, I'm like, oh, shoot, here we go again. Like, I don't know if I'm really prepared for this. Tell my wife, I'm getting an Uber tonight. We go out. They're like, yeah, I'm all done. Two beers my limit. I'm like, what do you mean two beers? Like, we're supposed <laughs> to keep going. This party don't start, yeah. you know, until midnight. But whatever. Anyways, we're talking about Super I've, Bowl. I've grown out of that. I'm a quality I'm a quality guy now, <clears throat> not quantity. Yeah. So I, I'll pay the extra. You don't drink that natty ice anymore? No. No, thank you. I'll never forget. Sh- no, no mad dog. None of that stuff. Schlitz malt liquor was actually cheaper than a like a Coke six pack back when I worked at Circle K. <laughs> it was like two ninety nine versus two fifty. I'm like, no wow, this is wild. That's a no brainer right there. All right. So in my opinion, so I'm creating the list based on my opinion, the worst commercials of the Super Bowl. Uh literally anything with Serena Williams. She had a McLeod commercial, she had Remy Martin Mar- Remy mm-hmm. Martin preach brother uh, commercial yeah terrible big miss uh from from my part uh into it had a commercial about a guy dancing around a fountain like you paid seven million dollars for this 30 second video of a guy dancing by a fountain does not entice me to buy TurboTax or or anything like that you wouldn't buy it anyways cheap That's mofo true. uh the commercial about menopause i don't know if you caught that it was i think it might have been the pregame and they were just talking about symptoms of menopause and totally over my head didn't, didn't hey, really appreciate quick, that one quick note on that i don't know if this is true but my my uh i had a friend and he said and chris you might have to edit all this out. i'm not trying to be rude but <clears throat> the entire adult life of his wife like you know that that time of the month would come around no big deal menopause came it was a game changer like that was this like 
it's time to get divorced. Like they were just at odds all the time. Like it was like bad news. Like I like I get to see it. Like I'd, I'd roll into work. I'm like, all right, here we go. Like I, I can just tell that he was wearing his his soul on his sleeve. And so, as a guy that has to, I wouldn't say deal with, but accept the fact that periods in the Deach household are pretty rough. I am praying. That when menopause comes around, I'm gonna get off lucky. Like, hey, you, you know what? You suffer. You suffer. Yeah. That's so- a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you played the long game, Brian. You won. It's not gonna be that big deal. You already sleep with a couple fans on, right? Like, just keep that party going. I'm praying. I don't know if I'm gonna win that, but I, I am definitely hoping. Uh, no comment. <laughs> On, on the topic of misses, the 2B commercial, the one with the rabbits kidnapping people and throwing them down a rabbit hole, I thought that was a huge miss. That was just really weird to me. Uh, a mobile game with a free NFT, if you scan the QR code, very, very poor OPSEC, I guess. Very poor way of telling people to scan random QR codes off their TV. Bad security practice. Uh, this one was, I think it's a little bit pretty controversial. Because in other circles, I heard this was a hit. I did not care for the premature electrification commercial from GM of having the innuendos of you know other adult things that people do. Uh, total miss for me, in my it opinion. It happens, though, Chris. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> like I, I, I get where they were going, that people have some qualms about switching to an electric car, you know, We've had an electric car in our family for nine years now. Um, yeah, just total total miss for me. I, I think it was a little too edgy, especially for Super Bowl. That's supposed to be family-oriented. Um, Adam Driver, the guy that played Kylo Ren in the Squarespace, Squarespace commercial, like the computers making computers, made absolutely no sense to me on that. Uh, and then the last one, our buddy, our buddy, Dan O'Dowd, our buddy Dan O'Dowd, who hates Elon Musk's autopilot. Uh, he came out with an anti-Tesla commercial. I don't know if you guys saw it. I had to look it up after the fact because mm-hmm. I was told about it. But there's an anti-Tesla commercial uh, showing a Tesla on autopilot running down mannequins of children in the street. And his big campaign is the ban autopilot on, on Tesla. So I, total miss for me. I appreciate autopilot. I don't know what he's talking about. How about we just ban ChatGPT in all AI? That makes a lot more sense at this point. Did Did you guys see any local commercials? Like, I, I, I was watching TV and I saw a local commercial for, like, an air conditioning guy based out of Sacramento. And I'm like, how much did this guy pay for this? Like, he actually paid for a spot. I think Halftime had local commercials because there were some local commercials to the region I live in. But I think it was at the Halftime mm-hmm. mark. Yeah, yeah, I saw that yeah. too, and I, th- I think the funniest thing was, it, I think it was called 72 and sold, and so the idea is, you know, let us list your house in 72 hours, we'll sell it, and then they're like, yeah, we'll sell it in a week, and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Something like, doesn't add up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, I think they came yeah. up with the name, like, when houses were just popping off right but now that things have kind of slowed down a little bit they're like ah, oh, yeah. we'll get you there so you know you know kudos to them they, yeah. they're trying hard but don't tell me it's gonna take a week yeah. in 72 yeah hey so i i got i got something for you guys and like i said i know we're coming up on a lot of time here so did you i thought the quality of the commercials this year was kind of meh you know? I think it was oh flat. yeah they stopped yeah. trying yeah yeah especially yeah. compared to last year no no crypto commercials this year for sure yeah yeah <laughs> Like, you know, one of the best ones that I remember is just, you know, the Clydesdale horses, the Budweiser uh, playing football. Yeah. Like, that was like, that's genius, right? So, I I, mm. I, I just... No, what's up? This year. What yeah. is that? Oh, the what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, not that great. Budweiser frogs, mm. yeah. Yeah, not that great. I got to give them, I got to give them a C this year on their effort. So, all the commercials yeah. in general. I'd say I give them a fair. G. File them under G for garbage. I hated everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just looking at the list visually, I'm like, I have a, as many good ones as bad ones. So, yeah, I think that's average. So, a C is probably pretty fair. Uh, my wife liked the commercial with the Jonas Brothers about some diabetes patch. Not inclined to buy one, but I guess she enjoyed watching the Jonas Brothers on there. Oh, Celebrity yeah. Crush. Does he actually have yeah, diabetes? Yeah. Diabetes? Yeah, that's what I asked my wife that, and he goes, "Yeah, 
And I'm like, who gets <laughs> No, excuse me. Who cares? <laughs> like, I don't care if he does or doesn't. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. So. Is type one just like bad life decisions and type two is you're born with it or is it the other way around? No, it's the other way around. Okay. Type type one is you've got a medical issue. Type two is you just eat wrong. All right. Like Glenn said, we are coming up on time. I wanted to get some of the Ask Me Anything questions out here. Uh, maybe oh, we'll shoot. just do a, a couple. Uh, yeah. What was your guys' favorite moment on the show? 100 episodes. What's your favorite moment? Having Todd actually on the podcast was a big one for me. As much yeah, as I talk true. crap about him not showing up, <laughs> actually having Todd, the OG, on the on the podcast was great. I, for me, it was when we had the Russian story. With, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And then you had the garbage truck in your, I think in your front yard. Yeah, you were a like, little more specific. That? We talk a lot about Russians on this podcast. No, it was the one episode where we Igor. God, I think you're talking about Igor. Igor, right? Igor. Yeah, yeah. Black yeah. Cube. Yeah, that one was a good and, one. And then I. Th- yeah. Yeah, and I think after that you had talked about like some strange cars being in your front yard yep. or in your in your neighborhood, yep. and you thought maybe this was associated. So I know that kind of freaked you out a little bit. I thought that was hilarious. That so. was hilarious uh, for me. It has to be. I have to go back and look. It, it was episode eighty something, and Glenn shows up eating Doritos in the pre-show, the loudest food possible that you could eat <laughs> on a podcast when we're recording. And I just gave him crap for that. And that opening segment that I captured was uh, hilarious. Oh, and he, he's showing me a plate of Doritos right now that he's, he, he literally picked the loudest food possible. Not only is it crunchy, but it's in a foil bag that makes tons of noise. The <laughs> uh, I think dog was, right there. That was probably one of the funniest moments of, of the show. I, I listened to that intro so many times. It was just so hilarious to me. But we'd also talked about it in like one of like episode two, three, or four, where we talked about um, AI knowing when you open a Yeah, I think it was, it was like Fritos. Like yeah, yeah. And, the, and yeah, there's the yeah. plug-in that you could, you could do on your browser that knows that you can't touch the keyboard. That's too funny. Uh, and then well, I tell you what, it's it's been a great year. So like I said, like kudos to you guys. I, I do appreciate you guys having me on every week. So it's been fun. Yeah, yeah which leads us to our closing segment. Why we have to get rid of you off the show? <laughs> Just kidding. Am I being HR'd out now? <laughs> Project Veil. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I do love you guys. Appreciate you guys. A hundred episodes in. Almost two years together. We're about a month away from our two-year anniversary, but it's been an absolute blast. I hope we get another 100-plus more episodes together. I don't see why not. Yeah. You know, when we talk about this, I'll be honest with you guys. um, This is not a chore for me. This is fun to get back with you guys, you know, every week when we record, it's fun to catch up. A lot of people think like, how do you do this? How do you make the time? You make the time and it's never for me. It's not something that I consider um, a problem. Like I will make the time for you guys because I love being on here and recording with you guys. And I love sharing some of our stories, right? So again, I don't see this as a chore. I'll make the time away from work or from personal life um, to to record this with you guys. I I totally enjoy doing this. I will 100% put my wife and kids on the back burner for you guys every single time. (laughs) (laughs) And we often do. And we often do. Yeah, and, and I do want to say thank you to the listeners as well. This is 100 episodes. If you guys were listening for the last 100 episodes, uh, kudos to you. Thank you. We couldn't could definitely do this without you guys. Yeah. And gals. Definitely. And it's either Glenn's lighting or he is guilty of what's called the Asian glow. He is just absolutely red as a beat right now. So I can't tell if it's the alcohol or the it's lighting. It's the alcohol. <laughs> you'll have to watch the video, youtube.com slash at Podcast. I've just got a suntan. It's that's just the way I flow. He's like a, he's like a lobster. <laughs> nope, it's not lighting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for this week. We hope you enjoyed this very, very special 100th episode of the podcast. You can find us all on LinkedIn. Links will be in the description. Follow us on Instagram at Pepcat Podcast. Thank you to all our listeners and subscribers who rate us five stars in the iTunes store at Spotify and left us a review. 
We appreciate you all spreading the word to help grow the show. The best way to find us is to search for the Pepcat Podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. For our host, Brian Deach and Glenn Medina, I'm Chris Louie. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next weekend. As always, have a nice day. Bye, Felicia. Kangaroos can't hop backwards. That's true. Really? Yeah. It's true. If, you, if you're ever getting chased by one, get behind them. Yep. If it's on a snap of lid, it has to be true.